hello everyone welcome back thank you so much for tuning in um listen i am gonna just be super transparent right now and i know that a lot of times at least i hope the previous episodes have sounded very well thought out and like i sit there and i kind of map out what i'm gonna say and um that's not the case it is it is most often just whatever idea pops in my head like right before I press record and I kind of just run with it. I think I planned the first episode and then after that I was like, mm, it's going to be whatever I feel like talking about because it works out. But I have had a very like off week. You know those those times when like nothing is necessarily going wrong. You're just mentally in a really weird space and that has been me since like Monday. I mean, granted, it's only Tuesday now, so I guess it hasn't been um, that weird, but maybe by the time this comes out on Friday, it will be better. I had this memory this morning of when someone that I dated in the past was I I probably won't forget this as long as I live because at the time it really affected me because I actually valued their opinion and, you know, as I detached from them and like came back to myself, I was like, wait a minute, that's so stupid. That makes no sense. It's just their insecurities projecting onto me. But I remember so vividly someone that I dated was like, you project like you're perfect and you do all these things for attention and you need to like tone it down. You need to stop pretending like you're so in love with yourself. And the truth is I haven't always been, but I am now. And it makes me uncomfortable to even say that out loud because even though I think it, that that saying that out loud makes people uncomfortable and it pisses them off not everyone but a lot of people when you hear someone say like yeah I really like myself or like I really love myself it's frowned upon but then if you hear them say it about a different person like a friend that they have or a partner or whoever it might be it's like oh my god that's really sweet like I'm so glad you have that why is it frowned upon for us to love and even like ourselves but it's praised if we do it for other people and taking it a step further if you do not love yourself if you don't really really like love who you are then you can't freely love other people I tried it it doesn't work you always expect them to like pour back into you when you don't have this level of love for yourself I don't know when this became a trend to be self-deprecating now I will say I definitely cover up my, when I'm going through something really hard, I'll use like self-deprecating humor to be like, oh, it's totally fine. Like, fuck me, right? But it's like a trend to be self-deprecating. Where did this come from? Who came up with this idea? Who started this? If you genuinely feel that way and you're just covering up with humor, I mean, I get it. I've done the same thing a couple points in my life, but if you actually really don't like yourself, why? Why don't you like yourself? You are the only person that has ever been there with you through everything. Not your family, not your best friend, not your partner, not your dog. Like you are it for you. You are the only person that you have had your entire life and that you will have your entire life. What is with this whole this whole thing where we're like, yeah, I just I don't love myself. I don't like myself. And if there are things I mean, I kind of talked about this last week. If there are things about yourself that 
you want to change, then again, approach it from the place of love. And like, I, re- I love myself, so I want to improve this. Don't approach it from a place of hatred. But I just, I don't know where we got so off track with this whole self-hatred trend. What is so wrong with sitting there and saying like, I really love who I am. I really love these things about myself. I love my physical features. I love my dedication. I love my like goofy laugh that's a little too high-pitched. I love that um, I light up any room that I walk into or I love that I'm empathetic or like what whatever these things are that you actually really like about yourself why don't you just expound on those a couple of years ago back when everyone else's opinions affected me way too much and I really didn't like myself so I would sit there and I would like say really awful things about myself but in a funny way to like get people to laugh and be like oh wow they like me because I'm making fun of myself and it's funny but I like actually hated myself and like really um felt those things you know I don't know I don't know why like people that do all this work to love themselves and to like themselves it's like you need to tone it down that is the number one problem with our modern culture is that everyone is expected to tone it down why for who who do you have to tone it down for why can you not be your fullest expression of yourself because it makes other people uncomfortable is that the issue that other people are uncomfortable because you are living in your full freedom and living in your full truth? Well, that is um, that is their problem. That is not your problem. If me living in like my loudest, most out there, authentic self with all of my emotions and like expressing how I feel in healthy ways, if that bothers you, me like really just loving who I am and like wanting to be loud when I want to be loud and like soft when I want to be soft and cry when I have to cry and like laugh hysterically when I have to like why does that why does that irritate you you know why does that bother you and I I definitely had this years ago before I like really did all the work on myself I got jealous of the girls who everything looked like their life was perfect like they had this like perfect immaculate beautifully decorated home like white wash everywhere and like greenery that they could actually keep alive because I kill everything green that I even look at it's a serious problem I don't know what I don't know what's wrong with me but um like everything you know being immaculate it's like perfectly styled there's like the perfect amount of knickknacks and they know their thing and their house looks like a pinterest board right and like all of these things that i was like that is not me like i am not i'm not a messy person but i'm not the cleanest person as i look at like a pile of laundry that i haven't folded for a week but it was like all of those things that i felt really insecure about within myself and that was the only time that i ever felt like i really disliked when I saw somebody else do that and it was jealousy that was all it was so for the people that are out there that are judging you for being your full happy authentic self for the people out there that are judging you for living in your fullest expression and loving yourself and really appreciating and enjoying who you are 
who you are, like all of the work you've done on yourself, all of the experiences that you've had every day that you've lived, every freckle on your body, every laugh line and wrinkle and little thing that makes you who you are because of the experiences that you had and someone is hating on that because you love it it is pure jealousy that's all it is it's pure jealousy it's insecurity on their part and those people need to just instead dedicate their time to like focusing on themselves and it's it's one of two things either you just accept that that's not what you are or you do things to improve and become what you want to be. That's that's all it is. When when I would see these Pinterest worthy friends of mine, their posts and everything that seemed so ideal and all the things that I would never be, I was like, all right, here's the reality. I don't have the time or the eye or like the money to, you know, make my house look like this or hire a decorator that will make someone make my house look like this. So I'm just gonna like make it the best that I can with what I got and make it my own thing. And I just accepted that like my gift is never gonna be in making something that aesthetic look, that beautiful Pinterest worthy look, that all of those things that I was like so envious of once upon a time until I realized I really didn't care about it. It was an outward expression of my inward insecurities. That was something that really came as a shock to me when I really got to a place where I was started like embodying, loving myself and really liking myself is the people that I thought would be happiest for me for getting to this place where I was like, oh my God, guys, I actually like myself. Like I don't need to make self-deprecating jokes anymore. I don't need to like sit here and talk down about myself to feel, you know, good about it. Um, those were the people that had the biggest problem with it. It was the people that I thought would be supporting me and be like, oh my God, that's we're, we're so happy for you. We love you. You know that thing that people do where they like joke about something, but it's not actually a joke. They say it in a joking tone so they can get away with it, but it's not actually a joke. Where There has to be a term for that. I'm going to Google that because there has to be a name for that because I've seen it happen in not only my life, but I've seen it happen to so many other people where I'm like, mm, you really don't like that person. I can tell by the way that you twisted that negative thing you said into a joke so that if they get offended, they look stupid. Yeah, that that's BS. Please don't do that. It's really stupid. Just like be direct with somebody. If you have a problem with what they're doing, you can actually talk to them about it like an adult. It's like mind blowing this thing that we can do when we are growing up and can communicate with words. But I noticed like especially because Y'all know my dating history was just a long list of very, very insecure men for a long time. If you just lined them all up, you you would be able to see it. You're like, oh, Sarah doesn't have type. Yeah, she does. Just insecure all across the board. I'm sorry, guys. I feel, I feel so mean saying that. Like, it, it wasn't you. It was me. Oh my god. I feel like I'm gonna get some for that one sorry I don't mean that's not offensively okay it's just not not all of you just like most of you probably the ones that don't even listen to this so I'll be fine I can't stop laughing I'm sorry but I just I loved an insecure type and here's why oh my god when I finally figured this out it was it was like life-changing for me I loved having people that needed me 
because then I could like do things for them. Like I loved having someone to take care of or someone that like needed me as like a status symbol or like whatever the case was. I needed something to take care of because if they needed me, then they would never do anything to compromise losing me. Except that's not the way this works. Every single one of them save like a few. I didn't date that many people, okay? It just sounds like I did, but I'm really thinking of like a small handful of people right here. Um, I'm just not naming names and I'm skewing numbers so that I don't throw anyone under the bus unnecessarily. But aside from like, you know, a very, very small amount, all of them like cheated on me or were abusive or like whatever the case may be. And it was because I actually had this debate today. It's so weird that it's coming up now, but I have this debate today. I have a theory and whether or not this is like Bible, I, I don't know. But my theory is that people cheat because they don't like themselves. They're insecure with who they are. That is not saying all people who are insecure cheat, but I don't think you can cheat without being insecure or just being like a total psychopath. Like, I just don't, I don't think somebody who is secure within themselves would actually cheat without, I understand attraction, but like, if you want somebody else, break up with the person you're with because that's not the right person for you. It's, it's really simple. If you are staying with somebody and then you decide to cheat on them, staying with them, that is a that is like a reflection of you. That's you saying, well, I'm not willing to leave this person even though I don't really want them because it's a safe thing. They, you know, I can't handle being alone. I can't handle being by myself. I can't handle being the bad guy who broke up with them because I don't actually feel that good enough about myself to where I can like, I don't have the internal fortitude to handle that. You know, I don't have the internal fortitude to like be the bad guy or be the person that breaks their heart or be the person that left. So I'm just going to keep them and then cheat on them with this other person that I actually want. And I always think it's a reflection of insecurity. I just have not ever personally experienced a situation where I have been cheated on and it made any sense. Like there was no logical reasoning. Um, and it's happened multiple times. And the worst cases have been when I have given them like so much, like so much of myself, so much of my time, so much of my energy, so much of my resources. Like the worst cases have been when I have been the one that like had the major upper hand. And so I really noticed this pattern of people that were the most insecure were the ones that picked me apart the most. It was the guys that I dated and the friends that I had that were the most insecure that would say stuff to constantly bring me down. It was like, I mean, it was everything. I had one partner who was not a looker. I'll, I'll be honest. <laughs> and to the point where like when people found out we had dated, they were like shocked because there was nothing redeemingly attractive about this person. I'm not naming names because I'm not that mean, but I will tell you there was nothing that was like remotely attractive about this person. But they were the one that picked me apart the most 
physically. There was always something wrong. Like, oh, you have some wrinkles starting in your face. You might want to get that fixed. Your waist isn't small enough. You need to watch what you eat. Oh, you need to hit the gym harder. Your your ass is looking flat. Like whatever it was, I was always getting picked apart. And it really got to me. It got me to a place where I couldn't even look in the mirror without seeing these things that they pointed out that I'd never noticed about myself before. I'd never ever thought those things about myself. And then one person saw these little things that don't even matter, like physical things don't freaking matter. If it makes you feel better about yourself to look a certain way, then that is the only thing that should matter. And you need to hear that again. Guys, if it makes you feel better to look and present yourself a certain way, that is what matters. Doesn't matter what society says, doesn't matter what your partner says, your best friends, your family, it does nobody, no one should impact the way you look except how you feel. That's it. It was just constant. I felt so good when we met. I felt like on top of the world. I felt like I was just all of these things, but then there was still something in me that attracted. There was something in me internally that attracted that person or these people into my life that I didn't want to I didn't want to deal with. I didn't want to acknowledge that that there were things that I still needed to work on and heal. I was like, mm, I've done enough healing for my life. Um, I'd like to just start living now. And you know, you subconsciously attract partners and people based on your own shadow work and experiences and integration and all of that. Um, it was really hard for me to hear when I first kind of came to that realization. Actually, I had a friend tell me you're attracting partners based on what you are representing internally. And it really didn't click until I, I looked at that pattern that I mentioned where it was just like, I don't care what anyone has to offer me. I just want someone that needs me. But it never worked out for me. It never worked out for me to have someone that wasn't secure enough within themselves that I needed to help fix. And it wasn't until I was just so, not just okay with being alone, but I was like, I wanna be alone. Like everyone just get out of my life, leave me alone. I don't wanna put on a show for anyone. I don't wanna put on this fake front for anyone. I don't wanna pretend to be anything. I'm gonna be exactly what I am. You can take me exactly as I am or you don't have a place. That's what led me to where I'm at now. And there was always this interesting trend that I didn't notice until after the fact, but I would enter these relationships with these toxic partners like so confidently, outwardly, and then internally like, I just want someone to take care of, you know? And I would enter these relationships so confident and then over time, they would just wear me down so much with all of the little jabs, all of the little comments, all of those little quote unquote jokes that were actually just like digs to break me down more to the point where when I left or when they left, I was just like so broken. Like I didn't know who I was. I didn't have anything about myself that I like really loved. But after my last relationship, I broke it off because I did realize like, okay, this person has just been sucking the life out of me for months 
and I'm so unhappy and I was already I felt really good about the ending of that one because like I was already done long before I actually finished it and it was because I knew that I deserved more you know I knew that like there was someone better for me the really telltale sign actually was that when my worst relationships ended I actually felt like like a sigh of relief I felt like I could breathe and if you are in a dynamic or you have been in a dynamic but especially if you're in a dynamic where you feel suffocated in any way I don't care who it is y'all if it is friends family a husband a wife a partner whatever it is if you are in a dynamic where you feel like suffocated like you can't breathe or you feel belittled or you just you feel uneasy around them um that is your number one warning sign that that is not for you there is that is not how you're supposed to feel that is not how it's supposed to be you are not supposed to feel uneasy with somebody that is supposed to be in your life there are going to be people that are good for you that can trigger certain things in you and that will happen with some people but the difference is they're not going to be triggering your wounds just to bring them up and reopen them they trigger your wounds and come at it from a place of love and support and stepping in for you i have had both you know mother and father wounds triggered in relationships with with boyfriends with friends but the difference between the the healthy dynamics and the unhealthy dynamics is in the healthy dynamics they sit in this with me and and we talk about it we sit in this space together and i can recognize it's almost like i get out of this situation and i can see like oh this is a trigger point for me this is something i need to work on and it can be discussed and talked about versus it being this big catastrophic almost like violent chaotic thing it felt in all of those unhealthy situations when i was triggered it felt like i was in a storm with no lifeboat like i didn't know which way to look i didn't know which way to turn i felt so just like awful and scared and dark and everything just felt confusing and in situations where you're triggered where it's healthy there's clarity that is the best way that you can look at your dynamics to determine if they're right for you or not if you have those triggers in the healthy dynamics there's clarity in the unhealthy dynamics there is chaos I want you to really start kind of holding a magnifying glass to these dynamics because I will be the first person to tell you unhealthy relationship dynamics will drain your energy. I I was blocking myself for so long from all of these things that I was, it was like I was digging a hole and then filling it right back in with dirt. I was just exhausting myself. I was wasting my energy because I would say and work for these things that I said I wanted. I said I want, you know, this lifestyle and I say I want to have this freedom and I say that I want all of these things, but then I would stay with people who would suck the energy out of me so much to the point where I didn't I couldn't even see past the relationship. 
Like I couldn't even see past what was right in front of me because they were taking all of my time, all of my energy. It was taking all of my mental capacity to even navigate the minefield of being with them. And I didn't even know there was another way. I didn't know that there was like a different way of being in a relationship that wasn't just chaos because that was all I knew. I craved that familiar feeling of chaos because that was all I knew. It was familiar. But I knew this deep internal part of me that was the real me. That wasn't the traumatized lens me. It was the real me. I wanted that safe, secure, good feeling love. I didn't want to wake up every day wondering what this person's intentions were or when the other shoe was going to drop or all of these things that I used to just, they used to consume my mind. I didn't want that anymore. I wanted to just be and be happy and be poured into in everything, in every single relationship that I had. And I know it sounds, and the examples I've given are mostly like romantically inclined, but this goes for everything. This goes for every relationship you have in your life, whether it's with your partner, your friends, your family, your job, whatever your relationship is, you need to look at it and you need to examine how it really makes you feel. Does it give you life or does it take life from you? Does it give you energy and inspiration and happiness and joy and pleasure? Or does it take those things from you? Does it take your happiness? Does it take your energy? Does it create this cloud over you? Does it make you feel suffocated? Does Do you wake up every day or do you spend every moment just like excited about it? Or are you second guessing? And I know that none of these things are perfect. I'm not saying expect perfection, but you know, you know when you find it. This is where trusting yourself comes in. This is where not settling for anything but the best in any situation comes in. If you, if you know that something can get so much better or it can be so much better, You need to trust yourself and not even accept less than exactly what that is. You need to have people in your life that think you're a big deal and that hype you up. I can't even tell you how many people I stopped talking to when I realized that it was better to have a small handful of people that like actually really love and support me than a lot of people that don't really have my best interests that are looking through their own insecurities and that have their own jealousy that they project. It was so much better to feel like the few small people I had were safe versus feeling like, well, I have a lot of friends, so I must be doing something in life. It was so, my life got so much better when I stopped trying to just please everyone and make everyone happy and keep the peace everywhere. And I was just like, you know what? If you don't like this, I don't need you. I don't need you. I don't need your friendship. I don't need your love that isn't really a real expression of love. I don't need I don't need anyone in my life that is in some kind of like secret competition with me, 
especially romantically, oh my god, especially in romantic partnerships, I do not need anyone that is trying to just one-up me or bring me down just because they don't feel like enough of a man or enough of a partner. That is, that is a bunch of shit. And there's too many unhealed people walking around here doing exactly that. There's too many people, they don't genuinely love the person that they're with. They're using them as a status symbol or a crutch because they don't want to be alone. That got heated. <laughs> I feel really passionately about this, okay? Um, because, because I am on the other side now, like no, there is nothing that is ever perfect. There is no relationship that is perfect. There is no friendship that is perfect. There is no job that is perfect. There is no life that is 100% without things. We're all human. We're all human beings. Our imperfections make us real and lovable. But I can tell you from a place now being in dynamics where the people that I'm closest to all genuinely like really get excited to see me win really get excited to see me loving myself really get excited when i'm confident and i'm happy and they love me in my highest highs and my lowest lows and that feeling of just having that support that love that real 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 love that actually feels like love is sweeter than any any other dynamic i've ever had and it's so healing to be in that place. It's so healing to be in a space of having like real, genuine, authentic, completely unfiltered love where there's no competition, there's no insecurities, there's no people trying to bring me down. There's, there's no space for any of that because it's just so much love being given. And I want you... I want you to really challenge yourself to look at these things, to look at every dynamic that you have and say, am I really fully loved here? Am I fully accepted here with all of my beauty and all of my flaws? And you don't have to totally overhaul and, and throw everybody off. I mean, I did, but I'm like really dramatic. So um, that felt right to me, but it can be a slow, a slow burn, a slow progress, a slow build. Because when you create more space, when you create all of this space for real authentic love and abundance and opportunities to come in, it will come in. But it can't come in if it's blocked by the fake stuff, by the people who don't really love and support you, by the partner who really doesn't love and value you to the level that they should by the job that doesn't appreciate you in the way that it should like there's so much that's just waiting for you as soon as you make space for it you'll see it you'll see it come in and accept it that was one of the hardest things for me was to accept it because it was new it was not familiar it was a new space for me to be in where I was just like really, really loved. It was so uncomfortable at first. And then I just pushed myself to step into it more and more day by day. Don't run from this. This is safe. This is real. This is good. Just accept it because you deserve it. You deserve good things. You deserve good things. I deserve good things because we're human and we're here 
We're not on this earth to suffer. We're on this earth to live fully and have good, beautiful things. And that includes the people. That includes what we give our energy to. That includes everything that we can see apparent in our life. It should be good and beautiful and exactly what you want. Okay, wow. If you guys wouldn't mind going and rating and reviewing the show, these episodes, it would just really, really mean a lot to me. Um, it always helps to get more exposure, more ears. Please share if this meant something to you or if it resonated with you. I would love to hear from you. Nothing lights me up more than when I get a DM or a message from someone telling me that they appreciated something I said in these. Um, it just, it really, really fuels me. So thank you so much for tuning in. I will catch you next week and I will talk to you soon. Have a beautiful week, everyone.